that'd be shorts weather in Canada. You sound just like a Canadian. They're built for the regular season. They're a well-oiled machine. In my humble opinion. Also, if you haven't heard, Jason Tatum six ten. On wax for the world to know. Oh man. Honestly, guys, you sound like a girl who's scared of love. I am a girl who's scared of love. It's theirs to lose. I think they're a high ceiling, low floor. I'm gonna make a joke because I am a glutton for punishment. We're just the massacres, bro. That shit was bonkers. I'm not gonna do what y'all did, Alonzo. But it's a new day, gentlemen. Because the bright future suns are finally fucking here. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Charity Stripe Commentary. I'm your host for tonight, Sean. I am joined by Trey. How are you doing, co-host? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. It's uh, getting to be fall weather out there. It's getting a little chillier. And it, Pre- that means basketball to me. Pre- preseason basketball right around the corner. Um, the Bulls did their photo shoot the other day. I got to see the De- DeRozan, Lonzo, Caruso, you know, and those gorgeous white Bulls uniforms. I hope they wear those at home this year. Um, Yeah, it's exciting times to have the NBA coming back in our lives. Yeah. um, Are you, what do you think about the black with the red pinstripe jerseys? What did you ever think about those ones? Oh, I love those. I just, I feel like those should be brought out for special occasions. Yeah, yeah. I'm at home. I'm a white jersey at home kind of guy, and then I really like the Bulls red on the road. Yep, that's that's what I would prefer. They haven't done that these last couple of years at home, but I I think they might this year. Uh, but yeah, basketball's getting ready to come back for almost everybody. <laughs> Who is not ready to play basketball still? Um, I mean, he's ready to play basketball, but Ben Simmons is not ready to play for the 76ers um that's been made clear he didn't show up and the 76ers said all right we're keeping your money uh Embiid came out had a couple comments about the Ben situation and I feel like the this is the bridge finally being burned all the way um Simmons has I don't think he ever suits up for the 76ers again yeah, I, I would be very surprised if he does as well. He's made a lot of money in his career so far. Hopefully he saved it well and can live through this. He, they do have to pay him part of his salary up front as part of the negotiation, but they can withhold a good chunk of the remainder of it at 277 per game, starting with the Raptors preseason game. Oh yeah, I th- he'll be fine financially. He he's young enough that even if he would he gets he loses this money, he's not going to not be in the NBA forever. So there's no way to salvage it with Doc Rivers or anything like that. I don't think so. Uh, especially, I, he says he doesn't want to play with Embiid. He says it's Doc. Ben Simmons is using every is making up any excuse in the book to get out of Philly. He just he's he's done. He wants out and he's ready to go. And at this point, he's he I don't want to say he's thrown everyone else under the bus, but any any excuse he can use to be critical of the situation there, he's using, whether it's Embiid, whether it's Doc Rivers, whether it's the front, like anything he can use to paint in a negative manner. That's what he's doing. And he's just ready to go. And there's, I'm, 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 I'm ready for him to get out of there. 
And that's just like at at this point, now that now that we've we've crossed this road, now it's just kind of just sit back and wait until they trade him. Yeah, I think it, the ball is totally in Daryl Morey's court. I never really understood why they drafted him in the first place when they drafted him. But looking back, he was kind of the number one pick. I think they should have traded out of it because he didn't fit when they drafted him and it hasn't fit ever since. If he would have developed from his rookie year, though, his rookie year, he took quite a few 15 to 18 foot jump shots. Even with it developing as as badly as it seems to have, they were still a Kawhi bounce away from probably be. I'm sure they also would have won that finals. So, like, they're about a Kawhi bounce away from probably having a ring. I, I just, I feel like Ben Simmons is just, he hasn't developed. Like, we, we've been over it before on the podcasts. He hasn't developed, and now he's lashing out and blaming anyone so he can get into a different situation. I hope it's a better situation, and I hope it, like, this change of scenery is refreshing enough for him and he can, you know, find a team to thrive on. But other than Carl Anthony Towns, I don't know what big is better than Joel Embiid for Ben Simmons. I I think he has to go to a situation where he doesn't have a big like that. I, It's kind of the – a lot of people make the honest comparison. I don't think he's – as hardworking as Giannis has shown to be. Giannis has worked on everything. Giannis will shoot through periods where he's not, his shot isn't falling. It, he'll go four from 10 from the line and it doesn't matter. So you're saying he needs to go play beside someone like a, like a Draymond Green. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is definitely somebody that could teach him, whip him into shape. <laughs> Um, you've got Wiseman going the other way then, or in a three-teamer somewhere. I, I don't would, know. I would assume they would they would want some assets out of it. Um, everyone says Ben Simmons should be the next Draymond. I I haven't seen Ben Simmons have the post presence, the post play, the communication skills, the rebounding. Like he's not a post player in in a in a too small body. Like Draymond Green is a post player that just happens to be too small for the post, but he makes it work. That's not Ben Simmons' game. He's not going to replace Draymond on defense, but he can run that same offensive role, and he can learn from Draymond. And the spacing might be rough, but Draymond's not going to be there forever. And someone's going to have to replace him on offense, and he he's not the replacement on the defensive end, but I think he could be the replacement on the offensive end for Draymond once his, like, as his skills continue to diminish. Mm -hmm. That's, it's the kind of situation you would hope he would turn into the magic that he was supposed to be when everybody thought he came into the league. They thought he would turn into magic on offense and it golden state would be the type of situation because you've got like two, three, potentially four shooters around you. And you're just running the point and throwing it to Curry. Who's going to shoot it from 30 feet. He'll draw eyes, and then maybe he throws it back to you, dunking it. Who knows? Not to mention Clay Thompson. Yes. And I know he hasn't come back yet. We don't know his health. 
shooting shooting translates. He's still going to be a knockdown catch and shoot guy. So I wouldn't be worried about that. I I'm coming around, especially with Wiggins not being able to play in the home games in Golden State. I'm really coming around on. I'm hoping that the 76ers get desperate because that's what we need. Maury is holding out for Dame Lillard to one out of Portland. <laughs> like that's that's what it is. He he wants the trade deadline to come and for Bradley Beal or for Dame Lillard or for, for one of these star guys to come available. I, I think Ben gets moved at the trade deadline. I just don't know who for. I think Ben gets moved earlier, to be honest. I think Maury wants to hold him out for until the trade deadline, but it's everybody's talking about it. It's going to be a nonstop topic. If, if I set the over under, Will Philly play 25 games before Ben Simmons is traded? That's a really good number. Well, yeah, I, that's the whole point of an over No, that's it. Yeah, that's a really good number. I'm, I'm thinking about the under, but that – I'd have to go under. I think, they, I think they get rid of them earlier. Yeah, I think I'm taking the over. I think – I think a, a team's going to be looking at being like 11 and 14, you know, at 25 games. And then that, they're going to have to start asking the serious questions about what do we want to do or, you know, something like that. So, but I, I think, I think it'll be a little bit longer. I, so I would take the over. So that'll be a nice fun gentleman's bet for us. Yeah. What do you think about the uh, people, the chatter about Michael Porter Jr. being a trade asset to get Ben Simmons. And that's why they signed him early. Well, you can't trade him for six months. So, okay. So he'd be a tr- down so, the line maybe. Yeah. Um, but I, to me, that's a contract, especially with it not being guaranteed. A lot of it not being guaranteed in the fifth year. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just a contract you've got to sign, especially when you see the free agents drying up next year. He was going to be a restricted free agent. Someone would have offered him the max because there's going to be teams that were going to have cap cap room thinking that like Kawhi might be out there or Durant and Harden and Irving were all supposed to come up. Like there was supposed to be guys that aren't there. So the cap money was going to be there. Might as well lock him up, keep him happy. He seems like a moody guy. He, he, he was like, didn't he already complain once about his touches or something? Yeah, yeah, he's and he played like two seconds in college. So it's it's uh but yeah, I was I'm thinking because Golden State's gotta get rid of Wiggins. They've they've gotta get something for that money with Clay coming back. They've gotta max out this this roster. And how many assets can they throw at Philadelphia to get them to make the trade early? I don't know. That Wiggins thing, that's that's just such a buzzkill for that team. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, I don't know what's going on because they want. Would what did Meyer say? He was like hopeful <laughs> that they're. I I quit trying to pay attention to it. Uh, with Irving not being able to play, with Wiggins not being able to play, with. We see the numbers out there. We see the deaths rising. I'm of the opinion. I wish they'd just have a mandate, have the Mm -hmm. vaccine, or we're going to take money out of escrow and the NBA will pay your salary to sit at home. And then 
Golden State, you have an extra what however many million this uh, this year to to work with in the cap. Like we're take we're giving you that much in cap room. Just pretend like that money it doesn't exist. So voluntary sit outs and with pay. yeah if, yeah with pay. I don't I don't want to take away their their livelihood. They they earned these contracts. People weren't expecting this sort mm-hmm. of thing. So I don't want to fault them for that. I. And I understand it's their right to not take the vaccine for whatever reason, but unless like you're a, you can't take it for personal health reasons, I think you should be required to for the safety of other people. Uh, there was a story on the Athletic about a team trainer whose parents live with him, and his dad is, can't get the vaccine for whatever reason, and the team trainer's terrified he's going to bring the virus back home to his dad and kill his dad. Mm-hmm. And people shouldn't have to to fear going to work, especially in, I mean, anywhere. They shouldn't have to. That's a whole separate issue about, you know, about all that. But especially in a league as rich as the NBA, just pay these guys to go home and isolate until the hospitals aren't so full. You want to call it six? Like, I would just call it the year, have them sit out for the cap purposes. Um they have the te- you know they have that money at the end of the year they spread out from all of the teams just take these salary take the money out from that and i know there are some teams that would lose out because they might not have people sitting but that's just the way it is like some people have to bite the bullet right now covid's tough on everybody no you're exactly right it's, you'll hear the complaints from the teams that don't get to take advantage of this but it, you know suck it up princess that's too bad for the situation it's in this type of circumstance because a lot of them they like Jonathan Isaac made some good points he just left out the part where you know he could still pass it on to somebody who can't get the vaccine and they'll get really sick and it'll horrifically affect them and that's just you can't have that so yeah you're right send them home if if you don't want to send them home I think you have to it's a long-term leave of absence so like what 50% of their pay if that max, I mean, I give it all to them. Just give them the money um, and say we respect your decision, um, but it is no. what it is. <laughs> but there has to be consequences because KD is not going to be happy. Like he was, you know, counting on Kyrie being there. So right, why does I... Kyrie get a hundred percent for sit, ha- sitting at home? Because he signed the contract before the COVID situation. I, I don't want to punish him. And Kate, like, they would have that. They would get Katie, Kyrie's money back in cap room to work with if they want. Like, so it would be like one of those, like, okay. so, if Brad, so if Bradley Beal, say, say it could be a trade exception. So say Bradley Beal comes available. Wow. <laughs> Bradley Beal's. Or, you know, or Dame Lillard He can't play out. in New York either. Dame Lillard demands out then. Um. But, but no, I don't want to punish these guys, and I also don't want to punish the team. So, like, especially like you said, Isaac. Like, sure, some of these guys, like you hear Bradley Beal talking, you're like, man, you just sound like an idiot. Um, but you hear other guys talk, and they like, they are adamant about this. Like, it's it's one of their core beliefs, and I, I hate, like, I hate to have to have them sit out but i also don't want to punish them financially for that because like that's that's their livelihoods they've been planning to have that money 
And like you work in finance, you know better than I do about when you're expe- like if you're expecting to get twenty million dollars and you don't get twenty million dollars, that's that's gonna fuck up your whole life. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. I I think one of the things that I've been disappointed in is the lack of pro vaccine people speaking out in the NBA, the stars that are. We don't know if they are. It's all privacy, privacy, privacy. But it's like, well, you'll sell me shoes. You'll sell me fast food, whatever. But you won't tell me this. Kyrie, he'll sell me shoes. He'll sell me fast food. Well, not fast food, but but he'll also sell me misinformation for free. So why don't you give me facts for free? I. Other than they, like, I've seen some people share a couple things on sh- on social media. They made some jokes. I honestly, it feels like the the players' union has like kind of sent out the memo: don't dog these guys. These are like they're in the they're they're with us. We're they're in the union with us. We don't want to give the NBA ammo against the players' union. That we don't want to come off as divided. And I'm not saying it's right, I, but to me, because you're right, there are so many people who are pro vax. Like, can you imagine like going up to Carl Anthony Towns after everything he's been through, everything he's lost, and spewing this bullshit about, oh, I had COVID and it didn't affect me at all. I just lost my sense of smell. Like, that's your brain, dumbass. But like people have lost so much from this and they're not speaking out. Why? Like I almost, it's gotta be one of those, Hey, tow the company line. We're in this together type mm-hmm. situations to me. That's pure speculation. Well, yeah. And I can understand like somebody like Carl Anthony Towns, not wanting to be very public about it because his is a very touchy situation, but a teammate could come out in support of him, you know, you've got the trainers, the people that we don't talk about or know about really that are also affected by this, not just the other players. So you're kind of protecting the little guys. You guys have the voice. LeBron James has the voice to affect a lot of change. Oh yeah. I wasn't trying to single out Kat as someone who, no, no. I just, he's been through a very public, he's lost so much and the public mm-hmm. knows about it. It, and, and like you said, there's no one talking. No one is saying anything. LeBron and Draymond both kind of came out and said it's their business, which, again, seems like they're kind of towing that company line of we're not going to dog our guys no matter how much, you know, whatever else may be, whether we've got it or not. It's just it's really sad and disappointing that these athletes have the best access to the best doctors to get the right information and they choose to actively engage in disinformation instead. Absolutely. It's, it's, I do, I just, I really don't understand it because they're selling it to people that can't afford the access that they have. They're, they're not providing them with the right information and the ones that have it and know it and understand it and believe it aren't speaking out we're only hearing from one side and everybody being like don't dog that guy it's like well he's he's the loud one like why don't you tell us what the other side of of the coin is in the union because there's obviously people that don't believe this nonsense 
So right now, it sounds like the union believes this nonsense. Good times. I'm just, we, I'm excited to have basketball back in a few days. It'll be annoying, like, it'll be annoying when you hear about, because in a few days, you're going to know, like, who's vaccinated and who's not, because you have to ride mm-hmm. different buses. You have to do all these other things. That it's going to make it very clear who's vaccinated and who's not. And on the court, it's not like, we're, our, for our viewing pleasure, it's not going to affect us a whole lot. But it's it's just such an exhausting conversation to have. And I I really feel, and I'm most empathetic towards the people, like, man, I saw this story, this dude, his wife had cancer. She She needed a bed to go get treatment. And they were like, sorry, lady we have nothing but unvaccinated COVID people in our ER and it's so full, you have to go home. So she goes home, doesn't get the treatment and then dies. Like, it's just very frustrating to see that sort of thing happening. Absolutely. It's, it's those, those things are devastating. It's the worst possible thing, but I don't know. Just, Get vaccinated if you can, is all I have to say about that. Basketball's back soon. That's the yes. exciting thing, sir. And Scotty Barnes, I mean, I've seen some pictures. He's, he looks longer than I even, like he looked in college. I don't understand. I think he's growing. So I'm, I'm really jealous of your rookie that you've got. And he's loving the Toronto life. He's surprising restauranteers and – it's he's embracing it all. We love oh, man. it. He's, he's oh, he it's the love fest, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Kyle Lowry left, but you've got Scotty Barnes to replace him. It's kind of it's kind of perfect, really. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, it's it's great. I'm I all in on Scotty Barnes. Uh, yeah, I I think we've got a lot of good teams out there. A lot of good rookies coming in. I'm very excited about that. I think you know I didn't watch a lot of summer league, but I heard there was good highlights. So I think I think it's going to be a good preseason. I'm looking forward to it. I think you guys might finish in the top five in like defensive rating, with all that length and all that young activity. I I really think that your defense might. I think your defense is going to carry you guys into the playoffs or at least the play-in tournament. Yeah, and I I love seeing the articles where they're like Boucher should contribute with a little less is more attitude. <laughs> hey, he's. Yeah, he'll get there, hopefully. And if not, yeah. like, Precious is also awesome. Oh Siakam's yeah. played a lot of center. Uh, yeah. You guys have options, and yeah. it's it's exciting to, to have basketball coming back. Uh, God, I can't wait. Yeah, hopefully we see teams with their full rosters. Um, anything else you want to talk about, Trey? No, that's, that's really all I've got. Um, all right. What do you got to plug? Follow Trey at Final Final Finally. finally. Um, I'm currently plugging that demon. Uh, the I'm currently plugging that Sabonis in Indianapolis. He has 15.2 screen assist points per game, which uh, to me is just insane. (laughs) That's what I'm amazing, right? Uh, Highest number for forward. Second is Bam with like 11.2, I think. But yeah. is it Demonis Sabonis? Yeah, Demonis sure to... Sabonis. Yeah, yeah. He 
he his screens are just very excellent at getting guys into positions to score. So good for him. And special shout out to that guy. No, that's a that's a great one. I think that should be a real stat now for because it's you know, you've got the guy who just pops off the screen and scores. Well, Sean, I found it at NBA.com slash stats. So congratulations. It's already made it. All right. No way. That's huge. I didn't know that. I've never seen that. All right. That's amazing. Follow us on Twitter at Charity Stripe 23 on Instagram at Charity Stripe 23. We've got our YouTube channel, Charity Stripe Commentary. Follow and subscribe there. Check us out. We're, I think Trey's going to get us going on the old YouTube during the season, looking into StreamYard. Is that right? Well, yeah, I don't think it says StreamYard when we stream on YouTube, so you just have to go to the YouTube page. But uh, live streaming is in, right? And that's the thing. And it, it can make us look fancy and professional, like we know what we're doing. So All moving right. on up. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Have a good night, Trey. Thanks for coming on.
we could talk about the NBA players that should that should be speaking out pro vaccine. Like we only hear the anti vaxxers. Like what I Van Lathan made a really good point on his pod that I want to dig into is like basically they'll sell us a bill of goods if it's making them money. But the minute public health comes into account, they are, they're all quiet except for the anti-vaxxers. Yeah, I, yeah, we can get into it. I mean, you know, you know, I'll talk. You know, I, I have opinions. Yeah, it might alienate some people. But <laughs> it'll be all right. <laughs> all right.